good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. Thank you for allowing me to share the Word of God with you once again. Uh, It is a daily activity whereby we bring our thoughts into conformity with Scripture. And I assure you that when you make the effort to do so, that it'll be rewarding in and of itself and that you'll start to think like God. I've always thought, as I sit here with my cup of coffee and I meditate on the Word of God myself this morning, that uh, it is uh, it is constitutionally it is difficult for people to really make wise decisions in life if they never allow God's words into their mind and into their heart, and then not to drown them out by all the other distractions that the Satan will offer you in this world, whether it's social media or whether it's uh, uh, sporting activities or whether it's a uh, family preoccupation, whatever it might be. Uh, I assure you that when you start thinking like God, you'll be able to make better choices and better decisions in life. So I encourage you to keep your mind attached to the Word of God. Allow the Scriptures to just saturate your thinking so that you might be able to think God's thoughts after Him. And I really believe that a lot of people struggle with that because they don't have enough of God's words in them. And so we make choices that are poor choices and repercussions follow all the time, do they not? But it's good to welcome you today. Let's anchor our souls to the Word of God again this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 15 says, And that He died for all, that they which live, that's us, that's you today, should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto Him which died for them and rose again. That verse is so full of scriptural admonition that it's no wonder that David Brainer took the opportunity to write to his brother Israel and to be able to share with him keys to happiness. And I've already mentioned a couple of them. The first one that he talks about, uh, writes about to uh, his brother is number one, take life seriously. We talked about that already, so I won't rehash that, but to make sure that we don't allow our lives to be squandered in idle issue, idle activities that uh, will not produce uh, spiritual growth and uh, uh, fortitude in the Lord. Secondly, David Brainerd wrote and said, use your limited time wisely. Make good improvement of the time that you have, as he put it. Uh, when you have leisure time, don't necessarily always use it in in um, uh, things that are have no eternal significance, but take advantage of times for reading and meditation and prayer, an art that's largely lost in a lot of Christian mindsets in America today, simply because we have so many diversions. Uh, to take that opportunity and relish the opportunity to be able to read, uh, put a sermon on sermon audio, uh, be able to read a book or a biography that's going to enhance your walk with the Lord. And then while you're even while you're working to be able to let your heart be preoccupied with the things of God. So use your limited time wisely. This past week, I had opportunity to visit with a man just the day before he passed on into eternity. And I looked at him and told him to keep his eyes fixed on the Lord on Jesus Christ, and he mentioned to me specifically that I'm constantly crying out to God. And uh, that was encouraging, and I believe the Lord heard his prayers. And as a matter of fact, I got a text this morning that that man has stepped out into eternity, and I'm sure he's the best that he's ever been right now as he stands in the presence of God. Third, 
uh, David Brainerd wrote to his brother Israel and gave him this other third key for happiness, and that is, whatever you do, do it well for God. Uh, Brainerd wrote, quote, Further, take heed that you faithfully perform the business you have to do in the world from a regard to the commands of God and not from an ambitious desire of being esteemed better than others. We should always look upon ourselves as God's servants placed in God's world to do His work and accordingly labor faithfully for Him, not with a design to grow rich and great, but to glorify God and do all the good we possibly can, unquote. This is another key to happiness. Uh, I think there's so many people, even God's people, God's servants, that are half-hearted in their effort. And that half-heartedness translates into other areas of their life. It might go into their jobs where they're just doing a half-hearted job. When of all the employees that your um, uh, that your employer has, if you're a believer and you name the name of Christ, you ought to shine in everything you do. You ought to emphasize excellence in all that you do. Scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes that whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. You're doing it for God's glory. Uh, and so at your job, make sure that you're a person of integrity. Make sure that when no one's looking over your shoulder, you're still doing things, not in order for you to get a, a good reputation per se. That will follow. But in order to make sure that your God is glorified in all that you do. So half-heartedness in your job uh, is, uh, is a bad testimony. So whatever you do, do it well for God. That it translates into our families. We're often so lazy, even within our own families and the relationships that we cultivate there, whether it's with your spouse or whether it's with your your children or whoever it might be, uh, a half-heartedness there instead of a real desire to glorify God in what I say will contribute to the spiritual failure of a lot of family units. So go, uh, don't be half-hearted and go in all uh, for your family and for uh, the glory of God. And then, of course, our service in our church. I don't know what church you happen to belong to, but I would encourage you that God's command is that your service at church should not be half-hearted either. Um, it, it never brings glory to God or lasting personal satisfaction. Because uh, listen to me, folks, there is a dignity and a nobility. There is an integrity about somebody who really serves God with all of their heart in their church to make it a priority. And that will translate into so many different areas, even of the remainder of your life. Whatever you do, do it well for the Lord. Let's let the world speak well of us, not because we're trying to cultivate their approval, because frankly, you're probably never going to uh, be able to garnish all the approval of the world, because if you're serving the Lord, you're going to be uh, uh, causing friction, and we know the world is no friend of our Lord. But I think that it ought to stagger people when they see that you're a person of sober attentiveness to the things that God's given you to do in life. Your responsibility, your sphere of things that God's put into your hand. Uh, be faithful in it. Do it well. Do it for God's glory. And it will bring a happiness that the world just can't experience. They get a taste of it every now and then. But remember, God's bought you twice 
He gave you He gave you existence, and then He saved your soul. Give Him all glory. Live for Him, and be found faithful. God bless you today. I'm praying for you as you walk with God. Serve Him faithfully. Remember, you may be the only Bible somebody ever reads. So be a testimony every day.